Well, hello everybody again. Welcome to Friday. It is May 21. Um, just love it when we get to this time in May, because that means June is just around the corner. Awesome. For me anyway. And then school, that means school is done just mm -hmm. around the corner. And then summer vacation begins. And I don't know, I just, just like the sound of the end of May. Nice. Memorial Day is coming up here in a little bit. So what do you do on your summer vacation, Tom? Well, I clean at school. Yes. Okay, I'm a janitor at school. Um, but the older I get and the, and the fact that my children move to other states, this is often the time of year when we go and visit them. So I do a little, a little bit of cleaning at school and organizing the cleaning crew there and then a little bit of traveling and visiting our kids. That's great. So good for you. Well, here's a question for you. Okay. Yes. Now that May is here and we're getting closer to June, uh, that sometimes makes us want to go out to eat more Okay, than when we're in maybe as compared to the winter. Okay. But anyway, drive-throughs. Okay. If you had to pick a fast food restaurant that you and Deb would like, like love to like go to sit in the drive-through and, and get food from, what what fast food restaurant? Oh boy, Earl and Deb go to. I have to say Chick Fil A, Tom. Okay. And I have multiple reasons why I would say Chick Fil A. Okay. Number one, there are some people at Victory Point that work at Chick Fil A. Yes, so they I want to do. give kudos to them. Yay, Doug and Nancy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing a great job, and uh, any support we can lend them would be great. That's right. Um, second reason is just because I have a business background, and so I just love seeing businesses that are effective and efficient. Mm. That place is so efficient. It's so efficient. They are, and they've adapted. They're the only place that I noticed during COVID that made any significant adaptations mm. as COVID was developing. Mm. They made multiple iterations. Hmm. to make things better yeah so great job chick-fil-a yes uh as opposed to another unnamed fast food place <laughs> that laurie and i sat in line the longest time for we were like the fourth car back it was like 15 minutes before we got on anyway. yeah and the people were not very nice like a chick-fil-a they're always nice yes. and kind and friendly yeah i'm gonna have to go with chick-fil-a too all right good okay. for you yes but, but another one that Laura and I love to go to is McDonald's. Okay. okay so uh, sorry, people who don't like McDonald's. But Laura and I love McDonald's. Okay. I love their double cheeseburgers, small fry, <laughs> Coke. Anyway, I just, or in the morning, okay, if we have to go for breakfast or something, or if we're on a trip, sausage McMuffins. Oh, good for you. I, I am certain that on the menu in heaven, there are going to be sausage McMuffins. <laughs> I, I love if, them that much. If God is a good God, there's got <laughs> to be. Right. Yes. Heaven is a, is a place of joy, okay, and, and sausage McMuffins and uh, Chick-fil-A uh, number one deluxe with extra Chick-fil-A sauce brings me a lot of joy, too. So anyway, I think those two things are definitely going to be on the, on the menu in heaven. I'm hoping there's no drive throughs in heaven. Oh. I would think drive throughs would be, uh, you know, a little bit lower. Oh, okay. Don't you think? That, okay. Yeah. So what, so what will it be like then? <laughs> it, no lines. Walk right up to the counter. Okay. Don't have to pay. Okay. Just and it's there. Hold your hand out and there. It is. Okay, perfect. We shall look forward to that day. <laughs> oh yes. Well, uh, listeners, thank you for bearing with us this week. Um, oh, I didn't even say who we were. No, you didn't. Tom Joustra and Earl Tina. That's right. And thank yes. you for bearing with us this week. <laughs> and it's Friday, isn't it? And it's Friday. Yes. Yes, we can look forward to a weekend. Yes, and it's a rare. Um, day because there aren't always podcasts on uh, that's right. Fridays, right? That's right. Why is that? 
I think you and your wife talked about that. We didn't know. What was the logic? I don't know we either. Didn't either. We asked Brendan years, not years ago, a while back, you know, why? And he didn't know either. <laughs> why there's some days that have four or some weeks that have four and some weeks that have five. That's pretty strange. I know, very strange. But our scripture for the day is not strange. No. Okay, we're looking at John chapter 15, uh, a couple verses there, and John chapter 16, a couple verses there. And so, Earl, are you willing to, um, to read that passage for today? I will. All right, we're going to start at John 15, verse 26. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. And then in John 16, 4b is where we'll start next. I did not tell you this from the beginning because I was with you, but now I'm going to be, but now I'm going to him who sent me. None of you asked me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with grief because I have said these things. But very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the work to the world. I'm sorry. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe in, in me. About righteousness, because I'm going to the Father, where you can see me no longer. And about judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will not, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. All right, John 15 and John 16. So um, what were the, some of the things that kind of like popped out at you when you read that passage? Well, the first thing is uh, verse 26. Um, it's, the Spirit is called the Advocate. I just I love that word. Um, just made me think everybody needs an advocate. Yes. Right. Um, makes me think of people who maybe are ridiculed or persecuted, um, who feel alone and abandoned. They've got an advocate. Right. They might not even realize it, but yeah. they have an advocate. Yeah. That's of great comfort. It should be of great comfort should to be, people. Yes. So. No, that's a cool word. It's like somebody's on your side. Yeah. And, and they're not just silently on your side. I mean, an advocate does so right. publicly, you know, right. know what I mean? They do it. They don't just keep it to themselves or just the two of you. Right. They're sharing that with right. others. Yeah. So he's, so I guess what I'm saying is he's advocating to the father. Right. You know, on my behalf, right. on your behalf. All right. With Pentecost coming up in two days, um, we're focusing on the Holy spirit this week. And here's another one of his attributes, right? He's, He's an advocate, yeah. right? He is, yeah, 
he's speaking to the Lord, kind of like we talked about that yesterday too, right? He's uh, interceding yes. for us, right? He's speaking to the Lord on our behalf. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I read this, um, when I got to verse 8, 9, and 10, 11, I, I got a little confused. Okay. So when he comes, which is the Holy Spirit or the advocate, like when he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. Then he kind of goes on to explain that a little bit about sin, because people do not believe in me, about righteousness, because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer, and about judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. So I had, I had to read that a couple times and I was still a little confused. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I kind of looked up some different versions yep. uh, of, of what that could mean. And that first part, like he's gonna, he's going to uh, prove the world to be in the wrong about sin. Um, one version said uh, that that the world's refusal to believe in me um, is their basic sin. Okay, and that that the Holy Spirit is going to come and do that. Okay, and just kind of convict people um, that the that that their refusal to believe in Him is 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 our basic sin. Yeah. Okay, and I didn't quite understand that the way it was worded here. Um, because people do not believe in me. Uh, and then about righteousness, uh, one of the versions said that, uh, that he's going to, when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to make sure that we understand that righteousness comes from above. Okay, we can't do it on our own. Okay, we can't be righteous and, and, and stand um, perfect in front of a Heavenly Father um, on our own. Right, we have to stand in Jesus. Yeah, right. right. He's, he's kind of like our substitute and um, he or the penalty for us because of our sin. Sure. And then the whole thing about judgment, and one version just said, um, you know, the Holy Spirit is just going to remind people that judgment is coming. Okay. Um, yeah. So those yeah. are just three things that the Holy Spirit does. Um, yeah. When I read that paragraph, it, it was confusing to me as well. In fact, I read it multiple times from multiple versions, you know, in advance of this podcast. And, um, what really helped me was when I changed the word in verse eight from when he comes, he will prove the world to um, he will convict. Hmm. And you use the word convict um, in your description um, a few minutes ago. Okay. And it made it much clearer to me at that point because is this really is, I think, about him convicting the world. In one way or the other, when you think about it, I mean, he's either convicting me to change, you know, right, or he's just going to convict me mm. because I'm choosing not to listen to him. I'm choosing not to obey him. I'm right. choosing not to go go down that path of obedience. Right. I'm going down the path of disobedience. Right. And so, one way or the other, ultimately, I'll be convicted. Right. I can be convicted in the beginning, you know, by what he said. And, and turn towards him, right. or I can just choose not to listen to him and then be judged mm. based on, you know, my disobedience. Right. That's kind of how I read it. No, I like that. The whole idea of um, he will convict the world um, about sin, righteousness, and judgment. Okay, whether it comes, yeah, you know, like uh, now, so that I make a change. Yes. Okay, or. Later, oops, I never made a change, right? I'm going to be convicted forever. Kind right. Of guilty. Yes, that right? kind of conviction. Yes. Correct. It is about two different kinds of conviction. Right, that's true. Yeah. 
and we who belong to Christ, we don't have to worry about that final conviction. Like we're, we're going to stand right. before him. Right. So and, then it's just a matter of whether or not we feel convicted. Right. Now and choose to change right. and be obedient mm-hmm. or just choose to continue to disobey. Right. And then when the Holy Spirit works in us to to make that change, right, based on the conviction that he gave us, then I think what comes out of that is, are, are these fruits of the Spirit that we talk about, right? Mm. We become more loving, yeah, more filled with joy, yeah. people of peace. Patience. People of patience. Gentleness, yeah, self-control. Yeah, um, that's good. But people who are never convicted, mm-hmm. okay, make changes, those things are not evident in their life, those, right. those fruits, right? right? Yeah, so we've been focusing on the Holy Spirit this week, um, you know, in preparation for Pentecost um, in two days from now. And so can you think back over Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, today, let's, let's together brainstorm. Um, so what kind of a Holy Spirit do we have? Mm. But if we look back over some of these um, other days here. Well, let's see. We have one that intercedes for us. Oh, he's an interceder for sure. Yeah. Um, back to Monday's passage, he is, when he does something, uh, people are amazed. Mm. Uh, people are perplexed by it. Yep. Um, so we have that kind of a Holy Spirit. That's good. Uh, let's see, as we look back over these other ones. He can, he can make his presence known to a lot of people at the same time, not just individually. Like on Monday, we also talked about how he poured out his spirit on all of them or all on right. each of yes, them. Yes, he did. Right? Yep. Not, just, not just a chosen few. Yep. Yeah, I like how we, I like how a lot of these talked about him interceding for us or um, yeah, Advo- advocating advocating for us. for us. Yep, you know when we're going through those storms, those fires, those floods, those storms, he's he's with us. You know, um, yeah, we that's a cool part of the Trinity that we don't often think about. Yeah, okay, so. So here we are, end of the end of the week, um, ready to celebrate Pentecost on Sunday. Um, so why don't we um, end with, with a blessing, okay? And so readers, may the Lord bless you. May the Spirit bless you. Um, may the Lord keep you. Uh, may he make his face to shine upon you. Uh, no matter what you're going through right now, may you notice, may you remember that his face is looking toward you. May he be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. May he give you peace. May the Holy Spirit give you his peace. Mm. All right. Thanks for joining us this week.